It's with the kayak feeling. So all you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. That was the Six Sad Open Mic with Valerie and friends. I'm still learning everybody's name. I'm kind of new on the San Francisco scene. My name is David Stolowitz, and stay tuned next for a cult oubliette. Tonight's topic, Satanism. Pam <laughs> had too much to drink tonight. <laughs> Um, so yeah, why not? Let's jump right into it. Let me just make sure all my mic stuff is working right. looks pretty good so far. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. So, um, Satan, the Prince of Darkness, everybody loves him so much. I mean, people tend to talk about Satan more than God sometimes, even Christians, surprisingly. Um, because you know, the thing about God is he can be all light and loving and inspirational and just and you have to come around to things eventually. But Satan, it's just like it's okay to hate him, theoretically. Um, here's the thing, though. It's like you have to acknowledge that even if you're going to have faith in God, evil is a part of the universe, and it's therefore part of God's plan. There are parts in the Old Testament where um, people talk about this thing. Oh, just a sec. Pam wants to say something. Is she on three? Yeah, she's definitely drunk. <laughs> no, but isn't it funny that evil, we say evil, we talk about evil, evil. Uh, we put a D in front of it and it's the devil. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to House of Pride. This is Tweaker Turner. I'm so excited for our show because we have fabulous local luminaries. Um, let's go through who's in the room right now. Hi, MC2 here. Hello, San Francisco. Hey, and I'm Wynn Marcinac. Welcome. Fabulous. And we're going to do a, a, a call out right now to Los Angeles, where Lady Bunny is patiently waiting for House of Pride to call her because she's going to tell us all about her upcoming show in San Francisco, Mike Yay. and Wynn. Can't yes. <laughs> so while we're getting her on the line, let's listen to one of her biggest hits of all time called Lick It Lollipop, RuPaul <laughs> featuring Lady Bunny. <laughs> Let you lick. 
right, we're listening to Lick It Lollipop, uh, RuPaul featuring Lady Bunny, and oh my god, I can't believe what we have live on the air, all the way from Los Angeles, is the one and only Miss Lady Bunny, can you hear us? I was about to, yeah, I can hear you, I was about to ask you, what is that horrible song you're playing? <laughs> What's that horrible song we're playing? That's one of your biggest yeah, didn't hits. You, didn't, you me, didn't you tell me you said it was uh, 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 RuPaul and Lady Betty? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm aware of the song that you had recently that was, I think it got up to number 13 on Billboard Club Chart with uh, Wayne Newman label, Lieber Records. He, Wayne Newman is a friend of mine. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that experience? Oh, sure. Um well, I mean, I think Wayne, like most people do nowadays, and I just met over the internet, he took an interest in an old song, Take Me Up High, that I wrote and put it out on his label, Libra, and got um, some really, he put a really nice uh, remix package in fact, Some people said, girl, do you have enough remixes? Because there were like 20. <laughs> there, yes. <laughs> it, it was great to, I mean, you know, writing original music, I mean, since my main thing is comedy, that sometimes takes the back seat, but there is something that I need to express through writing and singing original music. So I do it whether it, it makes you know money or not. But hey, I, I'm, I ain't mad at Bill Park Dance Chart who took me on it at a at track 18, and I just love to do it. So I need to start incorporating it into my act because you do you do wonderful music yourself. Thank you. you. So I mean, it's like we all have to you know be supportive and get out there and you know and, and forward these things around because you and I. For our record projects, we don't have huge budgets behind us. You know, we don't have big record companies, and you know, pushing us, uh, mm. publicists and such. Independent <laughs> artists. That's where we're at. So thank you for uh, mentioning that and playing. We'll uh, we'll play it on the tail end of our conversation. Take me up high. We'll play that on the way out. But um, well, honey, you, need to, you need to get with it, bitch, and play the new one, which is called "For You I'll Wait." Oh. It, it just came out March 10th. Damn. I'm going to get right on that. Maybe I can download it in real time while we're talking. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I know it's only on TrackSource, but it's a UK producer um, and uh, named True to Life. Uh, True, then letter um, number two, Life. And uh, he, he actually did the video mix of Take Me Up High. I just really love his sound. Got you. Well, I'll tell you what. I want to remix your next project uh, when you get that out and going, whenever whenever that Let's is. I want to be one of the remixes. Fabulous. Well, listen, one of the main reasons why I'm calling you is because you're here in California. You're in Los Angeles, not San Francisco, where we're, we're at. And you have a, you know, it's, it's Easter time, Lady Bunny's coming right around the corner, and I know your basket is full. It is full, and, and, and Bunny is hopping, and I'm so glad to be able to uh, bring Transgestor to, um, you know, uh, San Francisco, because, mm -hmm. I mean, listen, it's, pro it's produced by two friends of mine, Peaches Christ and Budgie Fortage, uh, who is just a nut who I've known for ages, and, um, you know, uh, I've never been in the Verity Club, but I hear it's a great uh, venue. This show is unlike any that I've ever done, because, um, you know, I, I, I work with a co-writer, and when I want to make some you know, obviously there's lots of dirty jokes and song parodies and stuff that's just silly and trashy and fun. But when I do want to make some serious points, my co-writer, Beryl Mendelbaum, has a great way of, like, pacing me and knowing, put a joke in here, put something self-deprecating in here, put something in the realm of the absurd here. 
so that it doesn't come off as a preachy lecture. Because I, in addition to the comedy, I do kind of get into some issues like what does LGBTIQ stand for? Um, it get, yes, it gets confusing after the queue. Trans, you know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and I mean, I just feel like at this point, we've got, we've got a vice president who is a, a fan of conversion therapy. Is this going to be the time when we continue the bickering and infighting about, you know, um, you know what, what the, the different parts of the community? I think that the real enemy is showing their ugly face uh, right in the White House. Absolutely. And, and, of that. Yes. Oh. And, and, and the fact that Trump got the evangelical vote is proof of how retarded they are. Can we be real about that? Um, you can be as real as you like, Lady Bunny. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you're evangelical, and I just want to ask my aunt, I said, you're very religious. And, and um, I said, how do your religious beliefs jive with, with his pussy grabbing? And as soon as I said it, I thought, wow. Um, you know, I don't want to... Um, I never said the word pussy in front of my Aunt Carolyn. I mean, for, for God's sake, she's not well. She's old. My mother's sister. So, but, it, you know... It, did it, did it, she know it, what uh, the word meant? Or, you know... <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? So, okay, you know those southern you know, girls. That... Was. <laughs> I wish Trump would try to grab my pussy. He'd need a bigger hand. Okay. <laughs> oh, lady buddy, I want to introduce you. The, the room is filling up with your fans. So, um, I've got to oh. be polite and go around the room and have everyone say hi to Lady Bunny. So, to my right is, um, you may know him, you guys might have worked together in the past, is DJ MC2, Cookie Dough's husband. Hi, oh, Lady Bunny. Hi, yeah. How are you? Hi, I'm uh, Hecklina's resident DJ for Saturday at Oasis. And you gave me a lovely remix of, uh, of, a, of an Ariana Grande I did. Uh, uh, early. Uh huh. That was a good mix, How wasn't didn't it? You? <laughs> didn't you? How I lost it. <laughs> you lost it. But it was really good. I, I commend your good taste because if it wasn't good, I wouldn't ask you for it. <laughs> well, if you need anything, just yeah, just holler and I can send you. I, I get a lot of music, so if you need a mix for well, something. Well, you're very sweet. And two, How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing really well. Yeah. Thank you. Now, Lady Bunny, Thank to you. his right is a, a, a fellow recording artist, uh, Wynn um, Mackinac. Say hi to Lady Bunny. Hey, hi. how are you, darling? How's it going? I'm great, sweetie. How are you? Very good. Very good. No complaints here. We're having a very good time. <laughs> He's happy. And I want to introduce you to my new co-host of House Pride Radio, the one and only Miss Camille Toe. Hi, lady. Not Camille Toe. She sounds like a slut. Oh, I She's so <laughs> ratchet, isn't she? <laughs> Sure. You've met. <laughs> can can you smell it? Is exactly that what it, you I can smell it <laughs> over the airwaves? You, you are exactly who I want in my audience at Verity Club on the 13th and 14th. <laughs> yeah, where is this? It, it's at the Verity Club. <laughs> the Verity Club. Where's that? It's at 2424 Mariposa Street in San Francisco. Ladies and gentlemen, listening to not us now. Mariposa Street, not Maricone Street. <laughs> Maricone Street. Mariposa. So it's on. 2424 24 Mariposa Street. Is it a, just a party you're doing? Or are you hosting? Or are you performing live? You're doing some fabulous comedy, girl, showing those sexy a legs. Cool 90 minute one woman show. Yes. Hosting. Honey, we need to hook them up. We need to get, hook y'all up with some tickets. Oh my God, I yes. We would love, 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 love that. The news today. Mosul, Syria, that Supreme Court. 
injustice. The, the inter- there's five thousand horrible things in the news. Just oh, Kendall Jenner's uh, the, the Pepsi commercial. This is a show if you want to come out and laugh and and connect with people and connect with someone who actually has been in the fucking community for a long time and may have a as old as I am. I may I may surprise you with a fresh outlook <laughs> on some things. Well, I'm sure because you're immersed in pop culture and social media, so. Well, folks, folks listening to us now, you can get your tickets at peacheschrist.com. Of course, Peaches Christ is hosting your the night. Trans Jester, again, is at the Verdi Club, starring the legend herself, Miss Lady Bunny, bringing freshness and all things pop culture to well, San Francisco. A little, there's a little too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want. There's a good dose of staleness. <laughs> oh, some staleness to bring some spray. Okay, now listen. You know, I, one of the things I love about you is the way you dance. What were you? What were your? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were your inspirations? That kind of sixty, you know, um, wawatusi kind of it thing. It is kind of your genre. It is. Of- <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I love it. <laughs> what is? You know, I don't know. I, 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 I am not a good dancer when it comes to learning any routines like with drag numbers that are choreographed but i just love to bug out the music to the music you know do my own thing but funny thing is you mentioned the music of the 60s and 70s well i was born in 62 so sure those would be the jam that i would um you know have grown up jamming to so yeah probably that probably always informed you know my movement but you know music is a is a is a gift and uh, <laughs> I do try to fill my life with music that makes me want to move, you know? Absolutely. Can you tell us what what one Motown song is your favorite? Well, Thelma Houston's Don't Leave Me This Way. There's never been a bigger chorus than that. Huge hit. I mean, you know, it, it was a Teddy Pendergrass or, 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 or Harold Melvin and the Blue Book note song before, before she had the smash hit with it uh, she's genius she's got other genius uh, songs and my, this her. might be I a little before Camille's time have you heard of that song Camille um what no don't leave me this way but tell me I'm asking Camille she's you know Actually, she's younger um, than you, here's let me tell here's let me tell you my train of thought was you said Thelma Houston and then I directly went to Thelma and Louise and I was like oh, oh that was God. a great movie yeah I don't All I don't right. know who Thelma Houston is the children yeah. <laughs> but I well, hmm. you need to look her up look bitch. it up we, we yeah it's what a, are you some kind of millennial Yes, DC on vinyl. DJ MC2 <laughs> is giving you the, the thumbs up. Vinyl's coming back. <laughs> it's in there. It's in the collection right here. Lady, I had a, I had a question. Lady Bunny, I had a question for you. Oh, okay. We have some questions coming in, Lady Bunny. Are you game? Okay. All right. Um, um, as long as it's why don't you retire no oh god we never want you to retire we want you to actually work like a dog for the rest of your life so we can all continue to laugh what a and, compliment like, enjoy ourselves um, so, um, okay so the question um, is what um, can you explain your experience doing the roast with Pam Anderson yes uh, Sandra Bernhardt canceled <laughs> <laughs> And, and and that was it. Now, I've been friendly with Pam through People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, um, their campaign director who created 
you know, I'd rather go naked than wear fur. Uh, you know, he, he, he knew a lot of celebrities, and he kind of got me in there with Sandra got out. But B. Arthur, he also knew. B. Arthur was also a PETA person. And I once did a photo session with her, and she said, uh, don't smile in the photos. Like don't the smile. In New York City. She said, don't smile. This is about the animals. I was like, bitch, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I'm posing with the Arthur. Of course, <laughs> but the hilarious thing is that there were two tor- Turkish cousins. I mean, gorgeous. And honey, I was a little thinner back there, back then, and a whole lot cuter. And in honey, the 40s. Literally. Uh, was posing with D. Arthur one minute and then had both of them in a stall carrying on the net and then just ran out there and took a few uh, more pictures with her and said, honey, you, you need to understand why I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I've been carrying on in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I actually I have um, a question for you myself that I was thinking of when I was coming over here. Is um, What inspired you? I really love kind of singing to myself and like making up ridiculously funny or sometimes disgusting songs to songs that are already like there what kind of in, like inspired you to like get that kickstart to just really go for it and start doing your parody videos what inspired me to do, to do the parody yeah well I'm, I'm trying to walk away from the traffic I'm in LA there's cars everywhere um <laughs> the um you know what I, I when they had that stars of 54 um mm-hmm. uh uh, if you could read my mind cover and what was it 90 I don't know 5 I don't know uh, the Studio 54 movie I remember that, that song Camille's looking out, at me I blankly like, <laughs> I like that song so much that I sang it in my nightclub uh, along with other you know comedy stuff but sometimes I would just because I have a natural uh, uh, desire to play with lyrics I would sing if you could read my behind love, what old tale would tell. Just like a dressed out pussy, the kind your mama sells. <laughs> and just, and always, you know, just, and just to entertain me, really, on stage, because I, I was like, oh, girl, that third verse. <laughs> and that's where it all started, Camille. Are you satisfied with um, Lady Bunny's answer? Yeah, of course. All right. <laughs> well, you I? better be. Right. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be satisfied? I actually am just like staring at these pretzels that are sitting in front of me. Don't, don't eat them. Is... Oh, okay. Don't. Crunchy. Well, you know, sometimes if you're thinking about doing a parody, obviously everyone's got to know the song that you're parodying, True. or it won't matter what you change the lyrics to or how genius it is. But, you know, sometimes in the club, it's good to pick songs that are well-known beat that gives you an excuse to dance a little bit you know carry on Mm -hmm. but yeah they have to be a big enough cross the board hit to really make an effective parody you know lady bunny you've been entertaining us um LGBT years. For, yeah, for centuries now. And um, <laughs> I, I personally, I would love to know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and 2017 is really coming across as a hot year for you. What is, what, my dear, is, is your driving wheel? What's still... Mm-hmm. Actually, I was reading something. You were at Wigstock, the original Wigstock. That's a Barry Manilow reference if you don't even get it. And he came out as gay. No, I don't. 
Who is that? What song were you singing? What was that? Mandy? Um, what? I write the song that makes the whole world sing. Ooh, yeah. I write the songs of love and special things. <laughs> now you have to parody that somehow. <laughs> uh, I don't know how the piano player at Continental Baths didn't think people would think he was gay. Continental Baths? Is that like a gay bathhouse? Yeah, he was a he was the piano player at a bathhouse. What? And then he was clock- Where is this? In New York. Is that a thing? With Barry Manilow, it was. Oh my God, you know Barry, really? a man you know? I mean, I know him because um, he was on that episode of Will and Grace. Um, oh my God, bitch, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? start with him in Kid. the bathhouse where they sat. This is pre-AIDS, sitting with disco and poppers mm. in the bathhouse, carried on having sex, and uh, just... If, and they would have acts in the lounge in, in, in that the is fabulous you know there's a um, a bathhouse in LA with a burger joint inside and I just thought it was the okay, best well, thing shut up and listen to my story <laughs> I don't, Camille gets carried away we'll, we'll talk so you had a lot of meat let, let me turn down her mic <laughs> Who performed that they, uh, they, they performed together at the gay sex club uh, in the East Village mm-hmm which went on to be the drag restaurant Lucky Chains. But uh, the, the, the funny thing about it is Bette Midler now says that she would never want her daughters to see her old act from the past because it was, uh, at the time, it was considered raunchy about, like, big knockers and... Well, I mean, you if know, she doesn't um, want them to see it now, it's probably still considered raunchy. It's on YouTube, <laughs> so they can watch really? it. Yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. Like, someone put it up, like, one of their old shows... From Conan and Obaz. It was yeah. raunchy. And, and she had three backup singers called uh, I Have Never Met Her. Who are, who are, uh, who's another celebrity you'd like to meet? And well, why? I'd kill to meet Diana Ross. I mean, there's no guarantee that she's going to enjoy meeting me. <laughs> I think she's that into it. Yeah, I don't I think don't... that there's a new album coming in. No. <laughs> but then she has like, like some crazy... But the biggest hit of her career was some ballad that I never even heard, and it was huge all over Asia. When was this? I don't know, like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, Mike, do you know what that could be? Mm-hmm. DJ MC2? Hmm. Never heard of it. I mean, I know on Billboard, Endless Love was, you know, number one for 10 weeks with Lionel Richie, but I don't, that's yeah. everyone. <laughs> and then, uh, and, 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 and we need to wear bangs and an up, updo, even if it's long. And honey, we need some lashes and we need some pink lipstick because ain't neither one of us got no lips. And guess <laughs> she had big eyes. I don't. <laughs> so the, when they tell me that looks like that's Springfield. It's not altogether a compliment, yet I take it out of respect for that great lady. <laughs> I love everything about her, the way she moved and her attitude, and I don't know. Yeah, well, honey, yeah, I'm. Not, I, 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 they don't. They don't know Dusty Springfield uh, anymore. No. Off subject a little bit, Lady Bunny. May I ask you, um, who is your favorite queen so far on RuPaul's Drag Race season nine? Well, I got a little bit mixed up because it was on oh. Monday night, and then they changed the night to Friday, and I never missed it. I mean, I never watch it, so I never missed it. 
Now, now is that a read directly to RuPaul, or is that... A, <laughs> is that what? A read directly to RuPaul. <laughs> if RuPaul and I can't joke with all the bullshit that we've said and done... I, his uh, the what, people from World of Wonder were in the audience when I told him my show. I said, "Oh wow, it's been a really rough week with Lady Chablis and then Alexis Arquette dying." Thank oh, yeah. God, my friend RuPaul called to cheer me up um, with some great news. He has cancer. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, and she just came on the, the stage at some season nine party I was uh, DJing at uh, and uh, called me a whore and shot me a bird. And that was, uh, I think the audience enjoyed that. So that's fun. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know the, the Queens. Um, you know, I saw them perform and uh, I am, she's, from Vegas and she's Asian and she's sexy that's all I know oh Kimora I actually got to hang out with Kimora um Ante she was just randomly there hanging out and no one knew <laughs> who she was and everybody was just like partying and not talking to her so I just recorded a live video with her for like 30 minutes <laughs> That's so exciting. It was pretty fun. It was yes. really um, Lady She's Bunny. Very gorgeous. Very gorgeous. You're in Los Angeles, not just because you're on vacation and going to Disneyland. You have a big show coming up on the 7th. Can you tell us a little bit about it? On the 7th? Oh, that's when it's in Diego. I think. Is that's it Friday? about <laughs> What's the seven? Uh, don't, don't get me mixed up. Are you doing the pre- precinct this weekend, or am I? Do I? I may be wrong. Oh yeah, is that Queen Kong with the Boule Brothers? Yes, ma'am. And then I'm then the next night I'm doing Club Ripple. Okay, does it get any more uh, high end than Club Ripple? Mm. No. In Long Beach. <laughs> in, in Long Beach, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Club Ripple in Long that's Beach. A, that's okay. I heard they know how to party. So they do. They make fun. those um, Long Beach iced teas. Oh, you know all about that. I do. I, I used to go to Ripple's. I you were a whore. I, yeah. I told you you were <laughs> I'm a telling whore. you. What, are you DJing these events or are you just making an appearance? What What were your... Performing. Performing like a 30-minute oh. set, one 20-minute set, one tomorrow night. I do like a 90-minute sitting the whole transgender in San Diego at Martini's above fourth. Good Lord, you are just moving full steam ahead, Lady Bunny. It's the bunny hop for East School. <laughs> then going to Houston to do Riches um, and uh, sit up there two, two nights. I might stay an extra night to hang with, with a friend. So I enjoy it. Tell Dirty Disco it. that Tweaka Turner said hello. <laughs> Oh, I will. I will. I love those guys. Um, um, again, what is your motivation to get, go like 110%? What's your driving wheel? Um, well, I mean, I guess my attitude is if, if I put a wig on my head and, said, and told people that I wanted to be known as Lady Bunny and they believed me and they tolerated me and they paid me... <laughs> <laughs> I'm <gonna be> <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, I'm not a soothsayer, so a fortune teller, but signs point in that direction, would they not? <laughs> yes, they would. 
So I, I don't know. Listen, I, 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 sometimes I bitch. You know, I try not to do it on, on radio, or podcast, TV interviews, whatever. As if I'm, I'm on that many TV interviews. But um, uh, uh, I might be on what, what happens live real soon. Uh, it might be that anything. <laughs> anyway. Did I answer your question, honey? I'm, yeah. <laughs> the, I, are you at happy hour right now? <laughs> no, I went to no, I went to one of those medicinal places that y'all have here. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! Not for medicine, just for inspiration. Oh right! I mean, uh, it's I, called I, motivation. I'm, motivation. I'm loving Lady Bunny's energy, and because uh, it, it's like making me feel so happy right now, your enthusiasm and and your talent well, honey, and everything if, about if, you. If you if you pick something and it works out for you, well, you can't say that you didn't get what you wanted, can you? Mm-hmm. You fucking do it. <laughs> fucking do it, Camille. Very true. Well, Lady Buddy, we, we got to let you go. I, I did find your song, uh, the new one, For You, uh, okay. Wait. Uh, tell us again, is this out now, this song? Uh, it came out March 10th with a UK producer called True to Light. Probably on track source and Beatport, but not iTunes. I just and I just purchased a, it on iTunes actually, <laughs> so I think it's there. Oh, you did? Okay. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's getting like nope. thirty cents. <laughs> uh, iTunes is yeah. No, they're getting more like seventy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for you, I'll wait. Have you heard this one, Michael? Not yet. Uh, we're going to play it's the long version we'll do the uh, commercial what break. are you saying that the DJ hasn't heard it what are you saying I'm going to hear it right now I'm oh going to I'm going to send him a copy so he can play it at Oasis play it. in yeah. San Francisco's disco scene yes did you, Lady Bunny Mike's going to give you an exclusive at his next next Oasis gig he'll play it I will and yeah. for all the children play it, play it when Heckling is there she, that, the sound of my voice will force her to leave quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and a good time will be had by all. Um, Lady Bunny, thank you so much for gracing us here at House of Pride Radio. God, we love you so much, and uh, we know you're super busy, so we really appreciate your time. I enjoyed chatting with all of you and meeting you two, except Camille. Love you too, Lady Bunny. <laughs> She's a whore. She is a she sure whore. is. You know what? You know no. what? In fact, she is not even a true whore. She is a wannabe whore. I, that is so true. I'm actually getting married. I am such a under... I'm not even like a real slut. It's true. She doesn't even be a real slut. That's no fun. On that note, we're going to leave it there. Everyone say goodbye to the one and only Miss Lady Bunny. Take care, darling. That's right. She's coming up to San Francisco. Transgester on the 13th, folks. Get your tickets at PeachesChrist.com. We'll be right back. Let's have a listen. Bye, honey. Love you. For you. For you, I'll wait. Lady Bunny's new one.
and take another minute. Hey, that's a really houseful sound. I'm loving it. That's a Lady Bunny's new one produced by True to Life. It's called For You. Oh, wait. What do you think, Mike? I loved it. Thank you. When are you going to play it? Uh, Saturday. This Saturday, in this exclusive at Oasis, DJ <laughs> MC2 will be playing Lady Bunny's new song. If you're at Oasis this Saturday and hear the song, give him a thumbs up. So he, you, we know you like it too. Welcome back to the House of Pride show. My co-host has finally showed up, Camille Tome. Oh my God! Hi, I didn't finally show up. I was here. You five, were late, girl. I was late. I'm sorry. Um, I was don't, at over at Asiento. Where don't they, get defensive. I'm just making no, it's okay. a factual. I'm just oh, you were at Asiento drinking. I love. Yeah, duh. Um, I love them. They're so nice, and they also give us a discount because we are here. What did you have to drink? Um, they had a cucumber. Something. It was like muddled cucumber and Ooh, rosemary. muddled cucumber. And rosemary with um, cucumber vodka. It was delicious. Oh, oh wow. And I also had two yummy. shots of um, oh, their shot? delicious um, Jaeger. Jaegermeister. <laughs> Did you smoke pot as well? Yes. Oh, my God. It's the whole triple It's the only way to get the, all the way threat. turned up. Get the show... All about you. Well, let's get into our, our guest who made the effort to actually physically come here and be with us today. We've been talking to MC DJ MC Two. Uh, everybody knows he he's won now two years in a row best DJ in San Francisco. Um, what award is that again? Besties. Besties, the Besties award. That's award. a big one. And then we're also talking to Wim Mackinac, who's a Billboard recording artist coming out with new projects. So um, why don't we just all Jump in together, Mike. Uh, you're DJing all the time. What's going on? I'm just DJing all the time. <laughs> That's the hardest thing because it's like I work every weekends and it's like, oh, do you go to what's where to go on Saturday? And all I know is. Oasis and DNA, where I'm working, because that's Oasis that's and DNA, life. two big venues. Of course, we love Oasis yeah. because it's a co-owned now by artists for local artists like um, Hecklina and Mars um, Darcy. Darcy Darcy Dollinger. Yeah. What? <laughs> Marcy Playground. I'm sorry. No. no. Uh, Darcy. No, I, I'm sorry. Oasis is like it, both places. I really enjoy working at both both venues. And one thing I love about Oasis is that they they sort of created like. Uh, Josie's cabaret on the weekdays kind of thing. they combined like every element that we needed in the gay community and put it all in one place and they're cultivating a lot of young um, very talented artists and um, yeah and there's just microcosm of like queer energy that, yeah. that Saturday just, nights are the best there yeah. aren't they fun uh, I, mother, I actually world. don't ever go to mother <gasps> I've never That's been to Mother night. one time. Yeah. We just want everything. I'm sorry. And I'll tell you why. I live next door to Oasis. Mm -hmm. and, oh, you do? Um, I do. I live literally doors down from Oasis. Okay. And I don't go because it's $20 to get in unless you're in drag. And Saturdays isn't a day I do drag. Mm -hmm. I get off of work at 11-ish. And I walk home. And I do want to go because the music's great. And I know it's packed. I know all my friends are there. Mm -hmm. But like, I just don't want to pay $20 to get in anywhere. Like, it's, it's never that serious. What are you trying to say? Um, nothing. I just... <laughs> I have never been to Mother. I have gone to many events at Oasis. I do support Oasis, mm -hmm. but I just have never been to Mother. Okay. So then you just got to perform there. Yeah. If you, what I would love to be invited to perform there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I would come and do a free number just to show that I can slay. I'm just, gonna, oh, I'm just like holding their cases and coming oh. in. Oh, my God. That's really so good. So you come actually. in with the entourage of like 30 people. It's just I always work Saturdays. Well, so I like actually, it, but you it's work. But it's a really great club. It, like, it, I do just, love Oasis. Because she, you work Sunday morning, so it's like I do work Sunday morning, too. And a lot of times, if it's a Saturday night and I work the next morning for drag, I do not go out. I'll drink wine at home. 
Okay. When do you go to Oasis? Yes, I love Saturday nights. I love the themes. <laughs> it's so much fun. So much, every, so much more upbeat. Every, yes. Everyone, everyone kind of. I went for Madonna night, and it was wonderful. We danced to Madonna, and then everyone did drag to their favorite Madonna song, and it was the most diverse crowd I've seen in San Francisco in years. And this, this is, is your DJ. It right was here. off the hook. It was just remarkable. Everyone had fun. Straight, gay, whatever. Everybody was there, bumping and grinding with each other I and smiling. Like it was amazing. I loved it. Mike, how did you shape the um, Madonna night in, in terms of music-wise? Did you DJ that one? I didn't DJ that one. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but whoever, whoever did, though, it was remarkable. Yeah, that was, I think it, it that was, was guy. But it was nice to see even stuff that you don't hear so much of Madonna anymore. You could hear all the songs. Um, dance and sing all the early stuff and it was really fun just to really go through the whole from back to front front to back and dance to all the songs and everybody would just loved it what's a theme that you did dj that you recall that's very fondly at, at oasis well all of, like they're like beyonce night. they're all really that, good oh, you, did, yeah. you did a beyonce yeah, the, night the last one which was missy elliott versus Nicki minaj night it was just off the hook. oh that's i love missy elliott i've seen all the videos the shows are really they're, good they're so, yeah did you play uh, and then the lady mariah gaga, night lady gaga night is really good yeah. and then um i love like kylie and then i like all the i like like the bowie nights and i like the art like when they do like art school music like the, when they do bjork and they do uh, storyteller nights and so all the productions that have videos and they're creating these story arcs in their performances and it's so visual with, with and I love that's those too. I love the incorporation of video. And so I like that's what I like what Hecklina does too is that it's not just mainstream. Um, there are nights where I mean we do all the hits and we do all you know like Rihanna night and all the things you know it's gonna be like pack the place in. Um, but then Hecklina also does more artistic nights and, and mm. you know like 70s glam night or you know we do things that are a little different and like Kate Bush and you know and so it's uh, it's like all her favorite mm -hmm. themes and the kids, they're like kids in there they're like these like 20, barely legal in there like or you know actually the funniest thing we had Cure night and so Cure? The Cure The Cure okay you're just like okay so we're yeah. playing The Cure so it's a Cure <laughs> night so Heclina wanted you know some like Cure songs kind of thrown in in the pre-show so like I'm playing, you know, like mainstream stuff. I and mean, she wanted it kind of mainstream. She wanted people to dance, but then just throwing these nuggets of Cure stuff and that sound a little bit. So I put on like right before the show, Lullaby, like their biggest hit. And these two guys are kind of like your age, you know, they come, they come like by the booth. So they're dancing to all the like Rihanna and all this stuff. And then that comes on and they're like, Ugh. And so they come in, and this guy goes, "Oh, what the hell is that?" And he goes, "I don't know. It sounds old." <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this is like cure. I'm I'm this not super young. I'm pretty. No. I'm just musically She's, you're inclined. 30. I'm 33. I'll no, be 33 but, but still, next month. So that, I just I would say that that's like from the 80s, so you wouldn't like still kind of like, how old were you in 1986? Two. Okay. So there you go. So like when you were but it doesn't mean old, I wouldn't have heard it like out. in the 90s at some time, you know? No, but it was so funny. But it was just one of those like when it was just like, I don't know. It sounds old. And then it was like, well, this God is forbid. the band you're going to watch just coming out. Because I was like the song we played right before the show opened. So it was oh like God. we're putting on their biggest song and then the show is going to start. And then it was like, okay, so you don't even know the artist or what you're going to see. Who's that? And then, yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm glad you have a good sense of humor and about like, it all. One thing too, I gotta <laughs> say too, like when we did the mods, I just on this too. Uh, I was saying earlier, we we're putting up posters for the next week monster show mm. um, at the edge, and the door person at the edge working in a gay bar in the Castro. We're putting up a poster for a divas night, and there was a picture of Cher on the poster, and the guy goes like, "Ooh, what queen is that?" Oh, that's and then, like, uh, that's either a like, compliment or the biggest insult. <laughs> like, that's like, that's wait, queen, I know it's for the Hillary Clinton night. No. Is that what you said? No, this was at like Cher. Castro. Someone, oh. didn't even, someone didn't even know who that's Cher so was. Yeah. This was okay, the door that's person. Weird. What, no, the his, door person. What drag queen that was. That's which really is really weird. funny if you think about it. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I forgot to mention it right. So you've carried on the legacy of Cookie Dough by do, keeping the monster show alive and kicking at... Um, at the edge. Yeah, and at DNA Lounge. So uh, we have once, a monthly. Yeah, a monthly ad, and that's DNA, like the big version. Big version of it. It's like um, continuous mix. It's sort of like my set coming alive. I'm on the stage, and then the whole show unfolds without a break. I mix it live. Oh yeah, yeah. And then oh, the I remember acts, those yeah, shows. All the acts yeah. just go right into each other, and then they're dancing. We go right in the middle of a full dance floor, so like. 800 people dancing and then our show pops on in the middle of a dance with party. no breaks with no break they don't announce yeah. us it just goes right into that's it. very cool and so it's like i'm djing and then my whole set people start coming on and performing it and then it's back to the next dj and so we do that and it's just like the most incredible like rush like you're cool. just watching these people like yeah. they're dancing and they're watching at the very stimulating so it's yeah, no one's ever like no one. Else is that something that. that cooking you started? Yeah. Um, and what, what was what was the, the we train of thought at the we time? We wanted to make a make. We wanted to create a party vibe, so it was more like da- like the numbers were more dance oriented and production, and and we wanted to yeah create something that was unique that no one has really done you know or mm-hmm. put together. So just to reiterate, folks, uh, go out and keep supporting the Monster Show. It's uh, every Thursday. Every Thursday. At the Edge, our favorite local watering hole in the Castro. Fabulous. Um, Wynn. Yes, sir. Tell us about your your music career. Um, I've been singing on and off here for about 15, 20 years. But my most fun project was I was in my car on the way to the gym. And um, someone was on their cell phone and walked right in front of me. So I basically slammed on the car and said, what the fuck are you doing? And this little queen looked at me and was like, I don't know. So, <laughs> so I basically was driving around the block and I was thinking, you know, come on, look up. Come on, look up. Come on, look up. And all of a sudden, come on, look up to the sky. Don't let your world pass you by. Come on, look up. You will see. You'll find your dreams and follow me. So I zipped that in my head. I went around the block, and Jeannie Tracy, who is so dear to me and so good to me, I called her up, and I said, Jeannie, I found this hook. And so she was like, sing it to me, honey. So <laughs> I love that. She does. She calls me Winnie. So I sang her, and she goes, honey, that's a hit. Just don't worry about the rest. Get the verses ready, and we'll go and do this song. So about a year and a half ago, we went and did the song, and she did the background vocals, and she coached me through it. And so it was on Billboard for a bit, which was really wonderful. And, um, and I, I kind of wrote it for her. And then she's like, no. She said, you can do diva songs now. You're, you're a big kid, so you do diva songs. So I did the song with her. And then I was really stoned with my boyfriend one night, and then I realized after sex, I'm realizing, my God, I think we're all, we're all one. Humans are all one unit. We're all one. We're not separate. Especially all during humans, sex. <clears throat> all humans are humans. So I wrote. So I decided to write this song called "We're All One." 
So I did. We're all one. We're going to rise into the sun when we're all one. We've always been one. So Kayla Marin, whose dad is a jazz musician, who's here, Jim Strelkowski, and this is how I met Tweeka through Jim, he said, I want you to have her help you retexture the song instead of just club. I want you to just sort of retexture the song so it would be like a ballad first and then you can do remixes of it. So I brought her in and Kayla Marin was amazing. And then um, after that, we're uh, Rich Earnshaw in the UK is going to do a mix. Uh, possibly Dirty Disco will do a mix. I'm talking to them. And then uh, because I had a bunch of singles over the past several years, I decided to take 10 of my singles and actually make an album of it because we'd never done that. So I did a cover of Too Shy, an 80s song. And so Jim said from New York, he said, you know, you should call Tweeka. He's doing some interesting things. So Tweek is going to do a mix of Too Shy for my album. How about that? Shout out to Tweeka. <clears throat> hey. So I'm that's still waiting on my number one hit from Tweeka, but she's... What do you say, girl? I said, I'm still waiting on my number one hit. It's you coming. Oh, I didn't know you wanted to record. Did it's you, coming. Do you sing? Bitch, have you... Oh, that's right, you do. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Who's the out there laughing at you? But, you know, you can come into your... Who is your, your prodigy your there? Prodigy. Oh, Miss um, Angelina Chunley. Hey, girl. Nice to see you. Don't forget to remind me to call Kit Carlisle. Oh, I won't. Okay. When? How exciting. Um, I actually want to hear Look Up to the Sky, which I have queued up. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that single? Actually, it, 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 it was really about so many people are looking at technology, and as remixers and recording artists, we know technology is amazing. You can create a mix. You can send a vocal anywhere in the world, and I love that. But at the same time, I was raised in the country, and I feel like that there's a lot of stuff that we're missing. Look at your partner's eyes. Look at the sky. Look at something. There's a lot of magic out there, too. So basically, the sky, this was about looking up to the sky and finding a little bit of magic that's around us as well. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful planet. And this was inspired when you only almost ran over the, the queen? I certainly did. He walked right in front of me. What was his name? Do you know? I'm I have no curious. idea. I just screamed at him, and he ran off. Who, um, it might have been Kid Carlisle. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> it's something he would do. Uh, yeah. I mean, you never know. All right. Well, let's have a listen, shall we? It's called Look Up to the Sky by Wynn Mackinac. Um, Marcinac. Marcinac. I looked you up on, really quick, I looked mm -hmm. you up on Facebook. You don't have a Facebook page. I do. It's there. It's under Wynn Marcinac. Yep. I, lo I swear I looked I was it up. Tweeka, I was really? talking to Tweeka. Yeah, he okay. sent me It's a fan night. page, I believe. Okay. That's probably what it was. Mm -hmm. I know. I was looking it up and I was like, why can't I find? I, I just saw the tag. I don't know. So I got two albums and nine singles on iTunes as well. I recommend okay. going to iTunes where I um, easily download it. Fabulous. Look up to the sky, readily available, along with all of Wynn's repertoire. Okay, here we go. Look up to the sky, folks. Have a listen. Now, oh, 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 you're 
Uh, Look Up to the Sky by Wynn Markinak. Is that right? Markinak? Marcinak. Marcinak. Good lord, what is wrong with me? You think Tawika Marcinac. has Tourette's or something? She's like, Marcinak, Marcinak, Mac, Mac, Purple, purple ring, purple ring. It's very possible, Camille. That song has a lot of uh, energy, I would say, and R&B roots. And I heard, definitely heard she needs Tracy's voice in there, in the background. Love you, Jeannie God. I don't know. Um, and that song is out now? That is out now. It's just uh, starting to slide down just a little bit, getting some radio play in New York, a lot of clubs, a lot in the UK. So um, it has been really fun to work on that. Look up to the sky. Go and support your local San Francisco Bay Area artists by downloading that song today on iTunes and all other major distribution sites. Camille, what are you making that face for? I wasn't. I was laughing at these comments on... um... Facebook Live. They're mad because we were talking about yeah. Bianca. <laughs> Camille has an alternative. Like I said, she would be here in 4D because she has like alternative worlds it's just rotating around. I only have like one. Should, like right. should be up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could, like, so you've got. She's got a live feed going for on through her phone. Yeah. And um and also House Pride Radio. Yes. She has two they, live feeds. They going. talk. Um, yeah. They just ask us questions and talk to us sometimes. So what are people saying about Bianca Simone? Oh, nothing. They were just saying don't talk about her because I said she couldn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> she really can't sing. But I mean, and that's fine. She's a fabulous performer. She's an amazing Lift. Person. Yeah. Your shirt. I Your mean, shirt. It's more like live. Oh. Your shirt. I could play it actually. but Yeah, we should tonight. So we'll have to come up with the song for you. I wonder yeah, what it I could be. Yeah, I would love that. It could be anything. All right. Camille Toe. So your name is Camille Toe. So it'd have to be something like, you know, that would work. Toe up from the flow up. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's your hook. Yeah. <laughs> toe up from the flow up. Toe That's up from the flow up. She's toe up from the flow up. There's your hook. Was that a hook win? It was. I think I think you should take something like the old Roy Orbison song, like Pretty Woman, and turn it to Skinny Woman. Skinny Woman, well, walking down the street. Then she would have to get another singer for that one. Needs a slice of meat. That's a skinny, skinny woman. woman. No one could be as thin as you. Mercy. <laughs> then it's her tattoo, just walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Your little cha-cha heels. Mm. I don't wear little cha-cha heels. Big cha-cha heels. All right. Even better. Well, anyways, you guys, here, this is how you know projects get started, collaborating and working it out. Isn't that right? Who's, who, who's out there again? Steven? No, Erica. No, Isn't that right, Erica? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you didn't know I was here. <laughs> Nobody. You bring people on. I, I do just to come in. and enjoy the radio show. Okay. Well, who have you, who's sitting next to you almost joined at this hip Oh, there. this is our fabulous Miss um, Angelina Chung Lee. She taught me how to do Angelina my Chung makeup. Chung Lee. Mm-hmm. Chung Lee. Like the Street Fighter. Chung Lee. But also That's after it. <laughs> Chung Lee. Chung Lee. It's not as. You have a really nice laugh. How are you, Angelina? I'm good. How are you? Good. Doing good. Mm-hmm. What's new? Out of face. That's You're awesome. not in face. You're a handsome, handsome man. Just got my hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Sean Perry? She's not a man. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we're super excited for you, and um, I can't wait to hear your vocals. You're going to send me vocals for Too Shy? Yes, I certainly am. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm going to get busy on that remix. Oh, we have to do a shout out to Kim Sims. She's in, uh, you know, she, uh, Camille 
She was a guest recently with us, Kim Sims. And um, her new single dropped Tuesday, Turn It Out. Oh, the girl that sang live? No. This um, rather well-known recording artist named Kim Sims. (laughs) (laughs) Who's had several top ten Billboard club hits and two number ones. But anyways, um, she is in Miami opening on the main stage for their Pride, which is this weekend. This weekend, yeah. Isn't that exciting? She just made it down here. I saw she te- we texted each other. Shout out to Kim Sims. And folks, go to iTunes and listen to Turn It Out. I love having all these recording artists with us. When it's so exciting. Do you know? Have you ever met Kim? No, I haven't. I've seen her, but never met. She's super nice and approachable. And um, she was sitting right here where you were, Mike, just not, I think, two months ago. It was so exciting. Um, anyways, let's talk about you, uh, Camille, a little Why bit more. Why talk about me? I, I just feel like, I feel this energy is like sucking me over to you. So. What? <laughs> It's, mouth with the <laughs> no, I'm enjoying these pretzels a lot. I it's needed like, it. I, feel I was like, like this, stony munchy. This need to like shine the bright light on you and what's go- what's coming up? Um, I do have Fem Brunch coming up um, twice this month. I have a great things coming up. My birthday is this month, so we have Fem Brunch. That is big. This Sunday is coming. We Lunch. have Cake Moss from LA coming, which is going to be pretty fun. Um, and then um, on the 23rd, sorry, my birthday show is going to be out of this out of this world um, May 7th we have Monica Beverly Hills performing at Finn Brunch really um, from season 5 she, is um, she from Chicago she is from Chicago she'll be staying with me that entire weekend we'll how be performing. exciting isn't she calling us today um, she is going to be calling us I just need to let her know um, I'll tell us call about 7.30 maybe okay. okay great wow folks Fem Show another great drag show yeah. not only because I DJ it it's, <laughs> it's very true she does but it's, really it's actually one of the best um uh Drag brunch is this side of Salt Lake City. Uh, (laughs) I will say in San Francisco, it's probably one of the higher tipped drag shows for a brunch. It's all about the mula. For the drag queens, that's what it's about, Mm -hmm. you know. Would Um, you agree, Angelina? What? (laughs) She doesn't perform. You don't perform? No. What do you do in drag? I play sports and drag. Yeah. For? Fun. Cool. Yeah. For the, for the uh, extreme. Blacking out afterwards. Well, What's the name your, of that team? What's the name of the team? Not what do you what do you do? And then you... I'm also on a kickball team called the Pre- Pregnancy Pack. Awesome. What the size cup do you wear fun. when you play sports? Double D. Double D. So it doesn't really. It's not going to be a barrier for you. You're just going to wear those double Ds and and then, you know, hit a home oh, run. I play dodgeball in it too. It's hella easy. It's just your makeup just starts sweating off your eyelashes and up on your lip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a sporty queen. It's very true. That's how I started doing sports was because I... Oh, how exciting. Um, well, yes. So you have... Fem- I just have Fem Brunch coming up. I'm getting married in June, as you all know. So look well, out for that. That's rather It'll big. be a huge Facebook invite. I just want everybody to come enjoy themselves. Where is the ceremony going to be held? We are going to be having the ceremonies not open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we'll be having actually a... Um, we're going to be doing it at Balance While the Party. Oh, um, on a Sunday? It, it's going to be on a Saturday. Um, we were going to do this church that we had rented, but the church was turning out to be really expensive for the amount of time that we needed it for. Mm. So um, if we decided to go a little more affordable, please show up on time. Will you be wor- <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you- I'm going to need you guys not to be talking shit about me online. <laughs> I think you're asking for it. Would you be are you wearing a white dress? I'm not going to be wearing a dress at all. Yeah, I'm going to be a man. Okay. My, um, my um, husband's my Caucasian heart. family will be there, so I won't be in drag. But I do plan to have a drag show, so. Okay. Yeah. 
It's going to be fabulous. See fun right Congratulations, Camille. Let's Thank have a nice you. round of applause for another gay marriage going to happen in our community. We love it. Why were you hesitating saying successful? You bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> no. Another successful. Well, I, I, I was hesitating on using the word gay, but like that's how I really feel. I'll be honest. It's a gay like, marriage. It's whatever. Well, I feel like, yeah. yes, yes, for the, the, the cause, right? Like yeah. we're, we're, getting, we're finding our significant others. and, and um, It's going to be exciting. I get to meet his dad for the first time. It's all terribly no. huge. This is a huge milestone. Congrats. Exciting. Yeah. Congrats. They live in Oklahoma. Oh, his father. <laughs> his father lives in Oklahoma. When are you married? No, I'm single. Single and ready to mingle. Absolutely. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, anyone. What is your type? <laughs> Tall, lean, and Latin. Ooh. Um, there you go. I am, <laughs> I am not Latin. If you would stop calling me Latin every week, <laughs> that would be fabulous. <laughs> Every week, Chica tries to tell me that I am fucking Cuban. Cuban. <laughs> I didn't know what's Black throwing Cuban. me off. Is it that blonde hair? Nigapino is what I like to say. <laughs> All right. We've got to move on with the show. Our green room was filling up with luminaries. Yes. So we're going to bring in uh, our first guest. Um, I was just stalking her page um, a few minutes ago. Not a few minutes. About 30 minutes ago when I was at the <laughs> right bar. Right before the show. Uh, well, because, you know, I need to read up a little bit. And her track is really sickening. It's and I was I, I had to know if she was doing cosplay or if she considers herself just a fabulous drag queen. Like, I, I just saw so many pictures. There was one of her with the open mouth sitting on the chair. Like, there's just so much. Um, what, to, what was your take with some of the adjectives you used? Because you're in drag pretty deeply. Like, what did you think of, about her look? I thought it was fabulous. I think it's it's very artistic. And I think it kind of leans on the like table of being cosplay, but not really cosplay, very just like artsy drag. Um, but the makeup is fabulous. Just the lines is, are on point. Everything is just kind of like a fabulous look altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, we have in the green, green room, excuse me, um, give it up and come on in, uh, Miss Erica Clash. <laughs> Good morning. Hey. <laughs> it is really drag morning. You know, it's funny because every time I, I step into the club for the gig, I always say good morning to everybody just because it's the start of a new day. It really is. Um, especially for those of us that work day jobs. I worked a, a day job for like a year before I moved here and it was always like I need to reset the day. So I say good morning. Good morning to you. Buenos dias. Thank you. Buenos dias. <laughs> That's good day. Are, are you, have you been a resident of San Francisco for some time? No, we moved here um, like four weeks ago. <laughs> Who's oh, we? Oh, you're speaking in plural. Yeah, my boyfriend and I just moved here. Uh, where are you from? Uh, originally from New York City, born and raised in the Bronx. Oh, in the Bronx. That's are you where my dad was born. Are you oh, really? on Drag Race? The what? Are you trying to be on Drag Race? Why did you leave New York? Why would you leave New York if you're trying to be on Drag Race? Well, let her um, my 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 guy got a job out here, so okay, yeah. I followed I him. Move. I Shout followed out him to for your love. Guy. Is he here? Where is he? No, he's. Uh, I think he's probably making still, that still working. Money, <laughs> he's probably still working or on his way home. But what's his name? His name is Johannes. He's from Germany. Oh, oh Johannes! He's Shout hot. out to Johannes. He's yeah. probably hot. So you're a new resident of San Francisco. How's it yes. working out for you? It's good. Um, the weather's really nice. Um, I think like um, the first weekend that we were here, it was like snowstorming in New York. So I was like. Like, really right, glad. That. I've never been good with winter, so I'm really glad to, you know, be mm-hmm. have nicer weather. Going it's on. literally the only reason I could never move to the East Coast is I just don't do extreme weather. It's, it's really harsh. Really hard. It's really harsh. So when you're in it in the day to day, getting on the subway in the morning, um, you know, and for me, I always had like a huge drag suitcase that I took with me to my job, covered in fur. It, so the covered in don't fur, get cold. covered in <laughs> slushy, dirty snow <laughs> on the subway. It's it's the challenge. So drag it was started on the East Coast. You what were yeah, you, I've been doing some drag- inspirations and. 
Yeah, I've been doing drag for about three years, um, uh, and that started when I was in college at NYU. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Majoring in? I actually majored in playwriting. Oh, oh fabulous. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. Um, um, and sort of the major influences were video games, uh, anime, and Japanese street fashion. So I could totally see those three in your look. Yeah, totally. And, oh, I love it. And it's sort of like a generational thing. We didn't do this when I was in my 20s, like video and all that. More prevalent now. Um, um, are you also writing with those aesthetics? Um, I. It's been a minute since I've written a play that's birthed from my own like creative impulses. I've done a few commission projects. I just did a um, a piece with some high school aged uh, theater students um, back where I grew up in the Bronx, um, and that's sort of, sort of about immigration and that kind of stuff. But um, what was the other part of your question? Um, uh, oh, whether you came here to write as well. And, oh, and yeah. And if, if the same aesthetics apply to your writing. Yeah, I kind of, when I put my performances together, I always think of it as a four-minute piece um, because it's sort of, that that three-act structure is sort of ingrained in my head of, um, you know, you have your setup and then you have your intensification of that setup and then you have that big climax. For me, it's that punchline because I'm very much a queen of comedy and that's, that's a, a big um, part of, like, I think New York drag is you have to have that sort of, of like Bianca Witt or that like Bob like you know the Bob mixes and the Tina Burner and all that kind of stuff that's that's a big part of my training so even though I wouldn't be necessarily considered like a New York City queen aesthetically mm-hmm. a lot of that training uh, that New York training of like being an entertainer like knowing how to do a two-hour show um, all that is a big part of my performance style where are you performing here? Um, so I did a show, I think a week and a half ago at Balançoire, my first one. Um, and then tomorrow I'm going to be doing the monster show. Oh, did um, you know that, Mike? This is my, uh, DJ MC2 who plays oh. uh, the monster show. I, well, good to meet you. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, did you yeah. send him his music yet? Because he doesn't like it when you're late. You wanted me to send it on Tuesday night, and that's what I did. Um, MP3s. Yes, MP3s. Um, so I'm going to be doing the monster show Don't even tomorrow. Start, yeah. And then on Saturday, I'm with Woo Woo Monroe um, at Renegade in San Jose. She's making her way up fast. So uh, I feel like you would be a great candidate for the DNA show. You should come and do Balance Wall, uh, my brunch. For yeah. Sure. I would love that. Um, drag brunches are really fun. I'm glad they, they have them here. Well, there's the person who facilitates. Do you facilitate the... I have started to facilitate more, but um, you can hit up me or Bianca. We'd love to have you. Your look is... Fierce. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, one <laughs> thing you mentioned was... Our Saturday show of, at DNA Lounge. It's a big scale. Okay. Kinda. Yeah, sounds good. I'm still getting to learn everybody, so it's really good to meet new people and um, just get to chat with you guys. I was blown away with the pictures that you have on your Facebook page um, I, I just like oh, everything Camille said yeah really really um, I felt inspired thank you um, one thing that I like to bring home about my kind of drag is that it really is a classic drag tradition just in a very new form mm-hmm. um, when I went to the Austin International Drag Festival um, last year I did a presentation on drag and cosplay um, and how the roots of that are really in celebrity impersonation um, celebrity impersonation is such a, a beautiful and long-standing tradition in, in the drag world. Mm-hmm. For me, it's not about uh, looking like Cher or looking like Madonna. It's about looking like Sailor Moon. Um, so one of my big goals is to co- <laughs> is to cosplay as each of the Sailor Soldiers. What um, other inspirations are out there culturally that so you do inspire you? Drag a little cosplay. Then. Yeah, but I have worked really hard to build a signature uh, fashion sense and f- signature style outside of that. Yeah, just because it's not. Um, you know, the most ideal in, in every format, you know, just because of licensing things. So um, I try to really build um, a character that's outside of that. 
So Sailor Moon is a big influence. Yeah, Sailor Moon. I mean, I grew up, you know, playing Super Mario Brothers and Pokemon, and mm-hmm. um, I just um, oh, uh, Pokemon. Is yeah. that where those white the white comes in under your eyes? That's just sort of like a Mitra's trying to make a really huge eye. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> my makeup style is really how much of my natural features can I erase and then uh-huh. draw something else completely different onto it. You remind me of that other queen who plays around with dimensions and what's her name? Do you, do you... here in the city? Yeah, there's another um, uh, uh, Crim Fatale. Crim Fatale. Crim Fatale. Actually, knew before I moved here. She's yeah. a she's a good Krim friend, Patel. online mm-hmm. friend. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, where did it all start for you in New York? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You could also be talking about Abominatrix. That she's good too, right? Oh yeah, she's yeah. fun. I met her. Yeah. I met her. I went to the stud for the first time. Like I think uh, a few days after moving here. Oh, and Trixie. Um, Trixie Mattel? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. I've been compared to Trixie. Um, um, sometimes it's I get compared like, to kind Kimchi. Kind of like a new dimension in drag I've never seen before. It's like t- taking the form, the fi- facial features, and um, and um, manipulating them in a way that goes beyond what humanly would be natural. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I really love to create an illusion with makeup um, and make something completely new. So that's my thing. I'm fascinated. Uh, but where for you, was it sixth grade? Oh, no. Um, you know, it's funny because when I was like 10 years old, my mom put me in acting classes. 11 and then, years ago. In New York City. Yeah. In and the then Bronx. she put in the Bronx, yeah. Um, there's an amazing arts organization. They're the same place that I did the play with, with the high school students, um, Dream Yard Project in the Bronx. Um, and she put me in acting classes. And then I said, okay, well, I want to get involved in like community activism. And I was like 15. Um, I did that. And then I started doing writing. And now drag is sort of all of those different things. Um, but it really started for me when I was 21. So right as soon as I turned 21, I was able to get into the cl- clubs and bars. Yeah. I started doing the amateur competitions. Um, one of them is at Boots and Saddle. Does anyone here know Boots and Saddle? Oh, Saturdays? yes, on Christopher Street. There's, yeah, it's it just moved to 7th Avenue South, it, like right around the corner. Oh. Um, but there's a whole issue with you know gentrification and the, the, re- the rent really went up high. and um, So they, they just shifted uh, around. Never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I thought, you know, especially, you know, that's something that, that New York and San Francisco have in common is that the, the, the landscape of the city has really changed. Um, a lot of people are getting pushed out. Like I um, n- now where I grew up, they're starting to rebrand it as Sobro or the Piano District. And they're trying to make it um, the new Harlem or the new sort of, you know, Williamsburg. I mean, Williamsburg, when I was a kid, was, you know, like. How old are you? I'm 24. <laughs> Williamsburg, when I was a kid, was way different than what it is now. <laughs> Sorry, Camille. So Camille's 33. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm not mad at you for being 33. <laughs> Listen, my boyfriend's 36. My sisters are 36 and 34. Oh, wow. So I grew up with people older than me all the time. I'm always the youngest person in the room. It doesn't really bother me at all. I um, think you're the youngest person in the room. How old are you, honey, out there? 26. Yeah, they're older. They're old. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a nursing home in the green room. <laughs> but you know what I love? Like, people that are older than me, they always, like, even though I've always thought of myself as a little bit more mature for my age, I'm not the typical, like, 24-year-old, they just have, like, more life experience than me, so they can always have wisdom to share, and I'm always down for that. You are super Smart. articulate. Set, Thank you. Set, a product of NYU, and, well, actually, I don't think even that. I think you had just the, <gasps> the spark was in you. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've always had, I've always loved uh, writing as a kid. Um, and now the writing for me is, you know, wordplay and making mixes and, you know, really being a, put, putting a character together on stage and s- telling a story. Have you met um, uh, uh, 
Kat Robichaud yet? I have not. Oh, okay. Maybe your paths were cross. I hope so. She does the, uh, what is that show called? She does the Miss, Misfit Cabaret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, yeah sure. Misfit Cabaret. Fabulous. Okay. You should yeah. uh, send the energies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to meet everybody. I mean, it's such a, it's such a big change, but um, there's, there's so much really great talent. And what's, what's missing sometimes in New York that it, they really have here is a real sense of, um, you know, over the top subversive drag and that's that's what I love you know um, as polished as you want to be I think you should always keep a little bit at least of that kind of drag uh, in your style mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of drag in my style at all <laughs> <laughs> no Camille you have your own style I do definitely um, but I could get better that's very I could learn you so have much definitely more. your own brand that's shining real bright I've seen, you know, I've been working for you a couple years, and you, you definitely have carved out a niche. Of, you have a, a, a specific brand, as does most queens, and, it's, and that's all good. Um, absolutely. I love it. I, one of the things I love about the city is all these creative forces doing their own thing and shining their own light. Love it. I love it. And I feel like it is the city that, that can flourish the most. The in. most, yeah. Yeah. But probably New York is up there, too. or um, In terms of... Um, Being able like, to like really do your thing and having the like support to do it. And I think so. I think, you know, the Brooklyn scene, um, Br- Manhattan, tr- you know, stereotypically is sort of that fishy Broadway kind of thing Um, and sort of the West Village and the East, you know, Lower East Side but more so now Brooklyn uh, is really that safe haven um, not only for queens that are, you know, not that fishy Broadway mold but um, it's really a safe haven for um, what you all call faux queens we we have different terminology for some reason uh, lady queens bio queens faux queens or you know if that's drag kings or you know if that's drag and burlesque coming together like you know downtown and Brooklyn are really where that's at for us mm-hmm. yeah you said you call them lady queens we yeah, don't use that yeah, that's here. the that's we the um queen. yeah yeah and Tria so the Tria Connell is a, I'm I'm confused I get so confused. Folk queen is a, a, a girl that does drag yeah female or girl or whatever um but Tria Connell um I don't know if you know who that is um she is actually my sewing teacher right now I'm taking sewing classes with her but she was telling me about the history of you know folk queen mm-hmm. um and we don't really have that same history um and in recent years it's sort of been the fashionable term to use like lady queen or bio queen bio queen that's bio queen yeah there's like i so, buy but, bio bags a lot okay bio know. has <laughs> but you know everybody has their opinion on which one is the right term to use yeah yes miss bedazzler bedazzler yes i should have <laughs> i should have just said bedazzler bedazzled yeah. Is so, that, is that a shirt of your of you? Yes, that's me. Oh uh, my this God. is um, for those of you that can't see. Um, this is um, that, that me a t-shirt of me uh, as the lucky cat, that like Chinese food um, mm-hmm. golden cat. Because um, one of my favorite things to do is take um, Japanese trends or general Asian trends and sort of put a drag twist on them. Um, I do a lot of Japanese street fashion looks and all that kind of stuff too. Somebody should um live. You live feed yourself and show everyone that shirt. Um, are you? Uh, what is your um, ethnicity? Uh, guess. Um, Japanese. <laughs> no. I'm gonna say Latino. Uh, Italian. You're you're okay. you're right in saying Latino. Okay. From what Latin? 
culture. Don't fuck it up, please. Puerto Ri- I'm, I'm, Puerto, I'm Puerto Rican. I was okay. going to say Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, Puerto Rican. because logistically it's close by, like the United States. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you it's are. funny. We had people at NYU who would, who would call me Mexican because they were from the West Coast. So they were from like Arizona or something. Yeah. Like, not all Latinos are Mexican, you know, but it's a different, it's just a different, you know, where you come from and what you're used to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, have you New ever, York weekend. Have you ever hung with um, Camille before? No, this is my no, first time meeting. She's four weeks in. I, I don't. Oh. You know, I don't do anything really. I just, I do party a lot though. So okay. Yeah, do you ever want to go out and like really fucking rage? On well, you mentioned Oasis before, and I've been meaning to get. You mentioned Oasis before, and I've been meaning to get over yeah. there. I think on Fridays they have the drag race viewing party, so I might stop by. Yeah, um, I'll be ho- um not hosting, but I'll be throwing my birthday party with Swagger on Friday, April twenty first at Oasis. Oh, cool! Um, which will be a shit show of a time. Um, and Heklina, who I've met briefly once, um, she and I are doing a show out in LA together um, uh, right before DragCon happens. So I'm excited to work with her. But that is exciting. That's huge. Now, what's that show? Uh, it's Dragalicious. It's oh, at Redline. Redline, downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's April 26th. And she's she's going to be doing uh, some stuff. And there's a huge there's a huge cast. Some of the girls from Dragula are going to be in there. Uh, I think I think Meatball, Meatball, Meatball yeah. and Pinche are going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Two of my two of my babes. Are you friends with Dusty? Morehead? Yeah, so she and I are both actually um, headlining the Austin International Drag Festival in November. Oh, yeah. And that's shout how we met. That. Right. Yes, yeah. shout out to Austin Drag Fest. Uh, Peaches was there last year. That's when I met Peaches for the first time. Mm-hmm. Heklina was there, I think, the first year. Um, and so we're going to, I think we're going to be work, looking into doing some like promo shows here in San Francisco, she and I, okay. uh, when she's in town. So, honey, you're on your way, keeping nice. busy. I'm doing it. I'm all doing right. it. And we're and buying furniture and doing all these other things that, you know, you got to do when you, we're yeah. moving in together. This is actually also our first time moving in together, so wow. it's a big change. How's it working out? Any it's fights good. yet or arguing? Um, I mean, you know, I think we're just adjusting. Like, yeah. I, I've never lived with anyone before, so I think like I'm. But we're also just very, very, very much alike, and we're very sensitive to each other's compatible. needs. We're compatible, I think. Like, I think you know, there are a lot of times when I'm you know second guessing myself, you know, creatively, or I'm having a rough day, and he knows exactly what I'm going through, um, and that I think is really special to have in a partner. Mm-hmm. This like dead, dead silence as everyone assesses that information. That's true. Yeah, so I'm we're gonna good. say yes, even though I'm not in a relationship right now. I'm trying oh. to harken back, but I'm gonna say yes, yes, that's true. Mike, well, I was <laughs> you know my story. Um, well, I wish you the best, and I hope you can uh, be a, like a regular um, guest on House Pride Radio yeah. as everyone who Let's comes do it. here. Yeah, yeah, come on in and check in. Um, well, we're gonna we, Camille. Yeah, um, so we're going to call Monica in a minute, but we should take a really quick break. We can take a musical break. I want to bring in, we actually, uh, this is, I love this part of the show, like new things happen. So we have um, actually a um, LGBTQ oriented um, business, local business that we'll be representing. They're coming in um, and one of the owners is uh, Stephen LaMay. So let's get him, actually let's have a nice round of applause for Stephen LaMay. He's going to be coming in right after this musical break. Uh, And don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back in two minutes.
salga el sol. Mamá. Turn to your host here with my co-host Camille Tev. How are you doing, honey? It's been a pretty fast-paced show. It has been. I even came in on a 30-minute interview with the Lady Bunny. So that was that was exciting. Lady Bunny fun. made time for us at House of Pride. We had a little show here. Thank you, Lady Bunny. Wow, she's, she's always been an inspiration crazy. to me. Bye, honey. She cry. Yes. All right. Well, let's keep the show rolling. We have a telephone call. I believe we have um, the fabulous and newly found photographer, uh, Kid Carlisle, on the phone. Hi, Kid. Can you hear us? I can hear you. What do you... Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Camille. I was just in a scream. Can you hear me now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us at House of Pride Radio. Where are you calling from? Are you at work? Tricky, you don't have to scream. She can hear us. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say, honey? I, I um, yeah, I'm still at work. Where do you work? 
I work at a hair salon over in West Porto where a blow dry bar, kind of dry bar style, if you guys know what that is. Mm-hmm. Where people can come and get their hair did? Hair blown. Mm-hmm. A quick little wash little blow dry blow, Little blow job here and there. Do you have a lady under a chair right now waiting for you? No, I just got the last bitch out of here. All right, you heard that right here. <laughs> and what was her name? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Camille Toe. I mean, <laughs> well, thank you for. Um, I know. I know we've played like touch and tag, um, but I, now you. I know. I said, let me call in this time to make sure we get it right. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I've been looking at some of your Facebook pitches, and my God, you're handsome. You're like you could be a model. Has anyone ever approached you? Um, only creepy old guys on the street, not so much. Tweaker. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> creepy old queens named Tweaker. <laughs> um, no, I mean, people have, uh, have uh, told me that I should get into it, but I like to be more behind the camera than in front of it. Oh, okay. Everyone say goodbye to DJ MC2. He has to go out Bye, for his next engagement. Bye. Thank you for coming, honey. Nice round of applause for you. All right. Um, yeah, no, I, how, how old are you, dear? <coughs> I am 23. Oh, my God, 23. He's actually the youngest guest on our show. Oh, tonight. I know. Yeah. Um, so I know you just started doing um, <laughs> photography, correct? That's right. What inspired you to get into doing photography? Well, I've always had a camera in my hand. Probably since I was like five years old, I picked up my first one. And so it's just always been a thing for me. Um, and so I kind of decided that I want to do something with it um, in terms of just getting my name out there and doing it professionally and making money off of it mm-hmm. and also using that as a means to build communities. Um, one of the things that I'm working towards now is kind of getting a art collective together, you know, just a bunch of people with different ideas, different creative processes, mm-hmm. trying to get us all together <laughs> to create something. What is your subject matter? Right now, um, it's Drag. politics in the in the broadest sense. That's Pol- what I'm politics going for, in the broad. Mm-hmm. Do you um, take pictures of Camille? That's... He has before, actually. I have, yeah, um, and she came out very well. It's true. He does actually does take really great pictures. He's also um, been doing. Uh, you're are you the like resident now for um, a check? Essentially, yeah. Um, they asked me to come on for that one event that they did, and then I got asked to do the next one. So I, I, I guess maybe can say that we'll be resident. Maybe we'll see how that goes. That would be super fabulous. Um, I'm just yeah. excited to see everything that you've been doing. You know, I've known you for a long time. Um, right. And I mean, before. Oh, I didn't know that. How? Where did you guys meet? I known him. Uh, I met him through my drag daughter Anaya, um, who I actually I met him through Jericho. Who I met through Amora Tease, aka Um, Ryan. Kid, do you also do drag? He. I used to. Used to. Oh, but you're only 24. How long did you do it for? Like eight months. I want to say about eight performances. Eight performances. (laughs) And what was your drag name? Rita Ho. Rita Ho. You're Rita Ho. She is. Can't you smell it? Now I can. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's all coming back to me now. Um. How exciting! Well, we wish you, you know, luck and success in the um, genre of photography. Um, I hope to see you around. And you can catch him on Facebook yeah. as um, Kid Carlisle if you need to book events. Um, do you have an email? Yeah. 
Um, I do. It's kid x carlisle c a r l i s l e at gmail dot com. Kid with two d's. That's kid um, k i d. Does he have a web page? X carlisle c a r l i s l e. Like Belinda Carlisle. Girl, she has a college degree. Yeah. At gmail dot com, hit her up. You can book her. Do you have a web page as well where people can check out yes, your work? Yes, you can go to um, kidwithacamera.com. dot com. That's kid with two d's with a camera, and that's also my handle for. Facebook, Instagram. And Instagram. Well, that's you easy to remember, yeah. Camille. Kid, K-I-D-D with the camera. Yeah. One, one face. And that's on phrase. all okay. social media platforms as well. So you can check him out. Book him. All right. Get him out there. Help him make some money. Support your local artist. Hire he really him. is a fabulous. And he's not a, trying, a bad yeah. thing to look at, too. So He's a cool, <laughs> cool cat. Well, you God, know. I'm trying to get on my regimen. A cool cat. Oh, not the regimens. Is that like a regular men's or? Oh Lord, <laughs> we we you know why don't you call back every week and we can like you know really develop a whole profile on you and <laughs> learn so much about you. I don't know. Basically, she's saying we'll that. hire you to take pictures of us and drag here. <laughs> I'm down for that. All right. Do you have a good Do you have a good camera at least? I do, oh, yeah. Have you, have you seen my phone? No. No, he didn't even look you up. I'm going to go. I did. I looked at your pictures on Facebook. I saw a lot of pictures of you. Did you take those? Yes, I took the ones of me. Well, you look very, your self portraits look very good. Like, very crisp and clear. And um, the his, lighting was. Has yeah, I right not, too many people know how to, not too many people know how to get my good angles, though. So, not, you, so you did it yourself. Were some of those pictures, though, I wonder, were they meant for other apps? How to get that good angle in like, the bathroom uh, on an iPhone? Maybe like some of them look like Ryan to pitches a couple of those. <laughs> yes, that's my goal. <laughs> If anyone Every wants a professional grind to pitch it, by all means, contact Kid right away for a schedule and appointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she is so tired. <laughs> oh, fucking tweaker. We've got to um, go, girl. We've got to go. We have a, a, a legitimate business sitting here next to us. <laughs> what a business. The time is clicking. What Anyways, is the- if you want to book Kid, hit him up on Facebook. Check him out. His handle on all social media platforms is Kid with the Camera with two Ds. K-I-D-D with a camera. Hit him up. We love you. Thank you for calling in. I feel like, Kid, you're a, res- a renaissance man because you also do hair and makeup. Well, you know, we're trying to incorporate all of that to start a new renaissance, so. I'm loving it. We've got to hire him. We need some pictures of us here in drag and whatever. All right, kid. Love you. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Well, let's welcome now our next guest, Camille. Go ahead. Um, we have Stephen. I'm sorry. I was like, we have a Stephen LeMay in the um, studio. Stephen LeMay is iconic businessman in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can call it iconic. Yeah, this is part of the bitter old faggot section of the show. So <laughs> come sit close to Twinkie. You're not alone. Right? Honey. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm so excited for you. Um, you're, you are. Well, at least one of us is. So well, your great. business is doing well, and we're talking, of course, about Retrofit, located at 910 Valencia Street. Yes. Um, Did you start Richard? Uh, well, I've had it for 13 years, and we're celebrating our 21 oh, year no, anniversary. Fabulous. Yeah, and so I wouldn't say we're doing well. <laughs> it's just I mean, to her we're now. there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you, we well, just you've had it for 13 years. Yes, I've had it for 13 of the 21 years, mm-hmm. and it was started by two girls that lived right in the neighborhood as well. So it's a very mission owned and mission operated business. The two original owners lived at 19th and Valencia. I live at 20th and Valencia, and so the business has been in its current location for 19 of its 21 years. And as of last Monday, we just. Um, 
um, officially were nominated as a legacy business. So now we are on the official registry of San Francisco Heritage Businesses, which means we are a business that significantly contributes to the community and neighborhood it serves. In and how? In what ways would you say? Oh. <laughs> well, you give out. <laughs> no. Um, so, <laughs> how do you? So, serve predominantly, we uh, we originally started as a, a vintage clothing store. We have men's and women's vintage clothing, but then we expanded, and now we carry professional theatrical makeup and wigs, and we do some costume rentals. So, our interaction with the LGBT community and also the burlesque and performing arts community has increased significantly since we started carrying all the professional makeup products. Because, as we all know, how. Mm-hmm. You know, big drag has gotten, and um, and you know, and we've just been doing it for years. So it's great now that it kicks in because we get lots of lots of new people, lots of new queens that come into town, and like, and they hear about us, so they come through if either they live in the neighborhood or something. And we do offer uh, a performer's discount of twenty percent, and that's something that we've always done. It's not just something that we started because I feel that if you can give performers a little bit of a a little bit of a discount, a little bit of help buying their makeup and the wigs, and chances are they will come back. And you know, every queen loves a good deal. Yeah. Hello. And yeah, um, we just make them have to prove it. You can't just come in and pretend to lip sync into a hairbrush. Like I mean, you actually have to yeah. have a like a business card or a flyer with your name on it. <laughs> Do you see a lot of the like uh, new um, like I don't know type? The, well, the new gen- type, the gentrification of the city, right? So everyone. Talks oh, gentrification. About that. Oh, yeah. you're talking about new type of drag queens. Like, no, I know. Oh no, it's been horrible. Queens, yeah, no, gentrification. Like, the terrible. young techies coming into and buying retro clothes. Well, like, so what's happened is, whereas so. Because we've been there. You're for in so, the right place for that. I'm in the right place. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. we've seen a we've seen a significant difference in our customer. So whereas we may have had 30 customers that would have spent ten dollars, now we might have like 10 customers that spend thirty dollars, right? So it just it's just changed, you know, yeah. and and not in a good way. Everyone thinks because we're on the Valencia Strip that business just must be booming. What you have to understand is a lot of the new businesses that are moving into the Valencia Quarter often are a brand, and so while they can skirt the issue of not being a chain store, right? Because they're not 11 stores or more, they will still have the million dollar brand behind them. Mm-hmm. So they can rely on their internet sales to pay these exorbitant rents as opposed to the store itself having to make ends meet. I imagine some of the mom and pop shops um, or like, you know, maybe even retrofit are always like uh, butting heads with the um, the owner of the building in terms of rent. So, yes, as much as I've, you know, I've had some, I've done some interviews on that already and, um, and yes, there is a new investment corporation that has bought our building. And so, uh, you know, without being too, you know, incendiary, our interactions with them have not been the most uplifting. So, yeah, so it's a constant struggle to get, you know, to get any sort of... Um, any sort of solid lease in this town for a small business. You know, there are no protections in place for small businesses. Residents have protections with rent control and stuff, but even but those, even that, barely. but even that can be skirted yeah. with the Ellis Act evictions. Exactly. Yeah. So, but once your lease is up in your business, you're just at the mercy of whoever the owner is at that time. Yeah. And at some point, you don't even register the register to them as a person they just see you as a as a figure in a column and if your column isn't measuring up they don't care who you are they just want their money yes it's a very it's the truth of the matter and anything that they say otherwise in an interview is just them trying to make good a, a good face make for, them you know. smell good well right yeah. you know to make them look good even though what they may be doing may be legal it is unethical and immoral to say the least mm-hmm. 
it's profit driven. <laughs> no, well, it is. I mean, um, I mean, you know, we can discuss. Disc- yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about that. Let's itself. talk about something else. <laughs> but uh, I will say this: that um, um, I think that the uh, that HBO special 2.0 San Francisco yes. really shines a light on the, these issues. Um, I saw that. I was blown away. I was like, I'm oh my too God. poor to have cable, so you'll just have to tell me that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will say, well, you know, Retrofit, what an amazing brand. I mean, you have you definitely your. We're own, trying, you yeah. know. I mean, everyone the. The sad thing and the funny thing is, is the more the neighborhood gentrifies, the more original and outstanding we are, that the more people come into our store constantly and say, oh, this is what we thought of when we thought of San Francisco, or this is what we've been looking for. I mean, stores like mine. The irony. A a store where you can actually walk in and meet the actual owner of that store are really dying, you know, and it takes the public having to come out, you know. I mean, are you someone that buys your things online as well or are you going to put your money where your mouth is and come support your community? So when um, people walk into Retrofit, what do they come in for? Me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) A little social. Cucumber sandwiches. And then maybe buy something. No, I would say most of the people come in because, so because we've been around for 21 years, Mm -hmm. we do have a a, a great presence on the internet and so we do get a lot of a lot of foreign tourists, right? Awesome. And that, and a lot of people come to Valencia for its interesting and unique shops, you know, which are sadly, you know, changing and becoming a little bit more brand oriented. Well, you have an exciting event coming up this Sunday. We do. So, um, right, because we do carry a lot of professional makeup, and I've I've been a performer for over twenty years in this town. So when people talk about performing for twenty or being only twenty three years old, I'm like, oh great! When I was That's- started performing, you were born. That's fabulous. Yeah. So, so it's great. I'm so glad you could walk and I can walk in heels. Well, you've held out just wonderfully. Huh? You look fabulous. I know. Oh, I do exactly for the age I am definitely I'm well into my midlife crisis let's just say that um, but this Sunday we're having a very talented makeup artist Daniel Adams who who used to live in San Francisco his performance name was Mannequin and now he lives in LA and he's coming up through town so we're going to be doing um, he's going to be doing like a little makeup seminar or tutorial or whatever you want to call it um, on Sunday at the shop Retrofit 910 Valencia yes at 3pm it says yeah, here it's at 3pm and so um, because it's a little precursor for the Mothership to Reno trip, so the club mother who is now doing their 20th anniversary overnight trip to Reno, which they have their departure um, from Retrofit. So Saturday morning the 15th, from like 10 to 11, there's like 100 drag queens in front of the store, and that's where the two charter buses oh, come, right, mm-hmm. right uh-huh. and pick up the queens. And so we're offering this Sunday, like sort of a little makeup tutorial just to get people inspired for certain looks or certain easy makeup tips. So at least get them involved in it, you know, and yeah. to get them excited about it. Um, and we'll then be offering a 20% discount to sort of anyone who takes the class, which is, it's a free tutorial. Fabulous. I mean, uh, free for the public. Awesome. And again, <laughs> yeah. and again, Retrofit is located at 910 Valencia Street, right in the heart of the mission. And, uh, Valencia and 20th. Our website is Retrofit Your World. Our Instagram is Retrofit Your World. Facebook, Retrofit Your World. This is fantastic, folks. It is. Go, it's really yeah. fantastic. Go there now. <laughs> purchase something. Support. Give me all your money. <laughs> but you can, do you do layaways? Oh, oh my God. Layaway? <laughs> no. Sorry. I, mean, I shouldn't even say this. The only people who ask for layaway now are like crackheads. I'm sorry, nothing against oh, crackheads, a lot of those but really, crackhead. <laughs> it's just like sorry. I know it was offensive to crackheads. <laughs> they, they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Retrofit. Okay, um, we've got a 
bring the show home. One gonna, last, we have I, a phone call. I know. Still. I'm going to dedicate this song to you in Retrofit, oh, and then we'll yay. be back with who, Camille? We're going to be back with um, Ms. Monica Beverly Hills from season five of RuPaul's Drag Race. Fabulous. We'll be right back. <laughs> Abbreviated version because our show's rolling along. Introduce our next fabulous guest, Camille. Um, we have my sis all the way from Chicago, Miss Monica Beverly Hills. Hi, Monica. Can Hi, you hear everyone. us? Hello. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Could you hear me? Yeah. How you doing, lady? I'm doing good, girl. I'm here watching movies because it's raining here in Chicago. Oh, God. What terrible. It's actually a good, like, 60-something degrees outside here. It's really nice. It's very nice here. Are you coming here to San Francisco soon, hun? Yes, I'm actually going to be there really, really soon. I can't wait. I'm excited. Tell us about it. Okay, well, I'll be there um, May. Well, I'll be in Modesto, California, May 6th with um, uh, with Robert Delago. Delgado, at, uh, yeah, I know. Delgado. <laughs> at a, I forgot what club it's at. It's at um, the Brave Bull. Oh. Um, yes. Which will then, be a good time. I'm going to go with her for that. Oh, you are? How yeah. exciting. Oh, that'll be fabulous. And then she'll be with me. The next day at Finn Brunch. Oh, I get to see you. I DJ that one. Yeah. That's fun. Yes. That'll sure. be fabulous. Um, and then um, you're here Friday, though, correct? Yes, I can fly in the night before. Night before the Modesto gig. I think that we might do a show Friday night with Carney. It depends on what time you get in. All right. Well, you guys work it out. But just to reiterate, you will be with Robert on Saturday, Saturday sure. and then in, in Modesto. Modesto. Yes. At what's then, that venue, honey? Uh, the Brave Bull. Grateful. So folks go out and catch Monica there. And then that next morning, the most fabulous um, drag brunch in town, Sunday at Balançoire, you can catch Monica at your show. Yes, May 7th. It's going to be ridiculously a great time. It's going to be kind of a Cinco de Mayo theme because it's right oh. after Cinco de Mayo. And it's going to be called oh, uh, Drinka de Monica. So um, it'll be... Ah, uh-huh. Drinka de Monica. It'll be really cute. It'll be a really great time. Uh, are you Latin, Monica? Yes, I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, how exciting. Our guests today have been... Full Puerto Rican cast. Yes, we had Miss um, Erica Clash, who is also a 23-year-old From New Puerto York. Rican. Yeah. <laughs> 23, oh, you bitch. <laughs> She's 23. That bitch. Monica, um, <laughs> you are just a gorgeous performer. I just love your look. Thank you so much. You're welcome. What are you doing um, as far as just shows and... Um, for your platform and everything over in Chicago? Well, lately, you know, I took, a, I took like a break off of just like touring and like I had to take a time to myself and, and get back to like, you know, my roots, like being in Chicago, being normal and doing okay. a nice high. I mean, now, now I have a two, job, two day job. So I'm, I'm a hostess at two beautiful restaurants here in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, you feel know, grounded? 
yes, I feel very, very grounded. For me, I kind of lost myself traveling and getting caught up in a, a lot of crazy nonsense. Like so what, for example? Like, you know what? Partying with like Camille. <laughs> that, that'll dra- drag you down in some dark years. <laughs> no. no, it was just you know, you know, it's your first, it's your first time being this huge name, and you're out touring, and you know, you're hanging out, and it's you get c- kind of sucked up in that world. And I was like, wait, 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 I need to step back and like, okay, let me get myself together physically mm-hmm. and mentally mm-hmm. and before I can like shit, yeah. really, really do this the right way. So I feel like now it's like, you know, I'm perfect. I'm more grounded. I feel more better. I feel more confident. So I'm like, okay, now it's time to get back on the road and start getting back to work again. You know, That's fabulous. I can't wait. I know I loved you performing um, when you were here last time with me. And we we had a great weekend. I love watching you perform. You're just so high energy. Um, so I'm super excited yeah, for you to be fun. here. How do you describe, for somebody who's not seen you perform, how would you describe your brand? Well, it's very, you know, it's very raw, first and foremost, okay, because I just don't do any any normal song. I just don't throw a song out to do it. Like, you know, when I do songs, like I'm opening up my diary and I'm letting you into my world for that moment, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm really like, you know, what you, what you, it's, it's basically, you can see what I'm going through, through my music, and it's like, it's my art, you know? So it's more like a story and a journey. Yeah, I feel that. More of just as a performance. Do you sing live too, honey? Oh, no, no, you don't want to hear Monica sing like. No, honey. You, <laughs> some queens are meant to be looked at. The other ones are not seen to be heard, honey. No, 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 not to be heard, darling. That's funny. Um, does anybody in the green room have a question for Miss Monica Beverly Hills? Okay, go ahead. What is it? Hello. Did you have? What's a your question? Huh? What is it? What did you say? You're both Puerto Rican, maybe an uh, ethical question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what part, Erica wants to know, what part of Puerto Rico is your family from? Well, most of my family is from Bayamon. Bayamon? Yours too? No, my, oh. my mom's yes. from so, so like Bayamon, oh. Manati, yes. Ponce. From where? Brenda Nabo? Guaynabo. My mother's from. Guaynabo? Guaynabo. Guaynabo is where Erica's folks are from. And that, my friends, is white people <laughs> trying to show an accent. <laughs> I'm from Long Island. I don't, that's the limit. Um, all right, well, we've got to rock and roll out of here. The next show's coming in, Camille. Thank you so much for calling in, and I can't wait to see you soon. I love you, yes, sis. I can't see everybody. Stay dry. See you guys soon. Oh, we can finally be turned all the way up. Bye, babe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. All right, folks, this is the part of the show where it's last thoughts. Uh, Erica, last thoughts. Um, I like the weather here. She likes the weather here. Camille, what is your last thought? My last thought... Oh, she's throwing another one in. The hills are alive? What? The hills are good for extra for your ass. Yes. This is true. That's true. Everyone knows that who's a resident. Yes. Yes. Um, My last thoughts are just like, um, thank you everyone for coming. I enjoyed you. I'm so excited for April's drag month and my birthday and my wedding's coming up soon. I'm so stressed out. Any of you that want to come to the wedding, let me know. It's going to be a fabulous event. We're going to have booze and food and people. And And family. And family. Oh God, I know. I'm nervous. Gifts. Gifts. Registry. Uh, we are not registered. We are registered at Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Chase. Um, <laughs> the liquor store. The, no. No <laughs> liquor. We are not taking gifts. We are taking cash donations. Um, we're taking cruise line gift cards. We're taking and airline gold, vouchers. Real gold coins, perhaps. I'll take real gold coins. Um, <laughs> uh, DJ, yeah. uh, DJ MC2, what's your last thoughts, honey? Uh, this is a great city. 
his last thoughts are this is a great city it sure it is, is. on that note we're going to leave you with, uh, uh, one more song and then folks we just want to say uh, thank you uh, for joining us again here at House of Pride Radio do join us next Wednesday in fact every Wednesday 6 to 8pm will you be here next week I will be here next week fabulous love having you we'll talk to you guys love real you soon love peace and chicken grease everyone at home you've got to do this group dance Anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite. I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. This is Tusha Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah. an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S. From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast. 
at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, What a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruitFruitHot.com, JankyTown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick. Asiento. This locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato. Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. What a tomato. No, no, seriously. I actually want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one, too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a tomato produce company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs... 2055 Jared Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstraußlaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. 
You got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. It's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Alex! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There 